to Tickling the Ivory Keys, where we will be talking about actual legend of a man, Władysław Spillman. Yeah, I have no idea how to pronounce his name, probably because it's Polish, but that's okay. So let's start from the beginning. It all started in 1940, okay? Spillman was a popular pianist in his town, Warsaw, in Poland. He lived with his mother, father, younger brother, and two younger sisters in a small apartment. During this time, it was really hard for Spillman and his family to earn money because they were Jews. This is basically the time when Germany turned everyone against Jews and made life for them a lot harder. Walking outside even became an issue, and I mean literally. There was a time where Spillman's dad was forced to walk on the street because sidewalks were only for people who were non-Jewish. Sometime in 1940, before October, it was said in newspapers that Jews were not being forced to wear a blue star on their arms, along with a white background. This was basically to brand them and discriminate them from the Germans. When an officer would notice the blue star, they would simply attack them. Some would just verbally abuse them, while others would physically hurt them. On October 31st, 1940, the Jews were forced to move into Jewish ghettos in Warsaw. A wall was built to separate the Jews from the Germans and to ensure they wouldn't go to the more privileged side. They were starved, killed, beaten, and tortured. The houses were so small and there weren't even enough beds. Although it was cold where they were living, they were only able to wear the cheaper, thinner clothes they had. At some periods of time, Germans would come into the Jewish district and kill freely for no reason at all. There was one time where Germans killed an elderly man because he wasn't able to stand up due to a wheelchair during a stand-up call. They literally threw him off a balcony and left him in the streets, running him over without a care. So, you're probably wondering, what happened to Spillman and his family specifically? Well, Spillman wasn't able to play the piano anymore. In order to earn enough money to buy food, he had to sell it. While living with his family, there were plenty of times where they were almost separated from each other or killed. The officers would have the Jews stand in a line where they would randomly pick and shoot a Jew in the head. And there's plenty of times where Spillman could have lost his family or his family could have lost him, you know? Life was just so unfair for them, especially when Operation Wormwood came to take all the Jews to concentration camps. But for Spillman, he didn't have to go because he was actually friends with one of the officers who wasn't German. The officer just snatched him out of the crowd of Jews and saved him, saved his life. If he didn't do that, he would have been sent to the concentration camps with his family. Even though he never heard back from his family, it was almost obvious that he died there. There was no chance of survival at that point. After this, he is forced to work amongst other Jews. This didn't last long, and he escapes onto the other side of the wall to go into hiding. He started with his friend, Doretta, but this didn't last long because he got caught living in her apartment and a lady began yelling out, there's a Jew, there's a Jew. After this, he lives in a hidden apartment and a lady begins yelling, there's a Jew, there's a Jew. So her husband supplies another apartment for him and Spillman is given food every week for a while until Doretta has her baby, and they decided to move back home where they would be safer, leaving Spillman alone to fight for himself. He quickly runs out of water and food, basically living on air at this point. During this time, he develops jaundice and almost dies. Suddenly, his building is attacked with a bomb, and that's when he notices the Germans are destroying all of the buildings. He runs for his life and attempts to survive and not be caught running. He even had to play dead at one point. After running and hiding, he finally finds himself at a hospital to hide in. He stares there for a while, while before the Germans destroy it, and then he relocates again. Like, wow. He then finds himself inside of another abandoned building, a villa, and he can get water. He tries to open it, but is quickly interrupted by a German officer. 
Like, bro, come on. The officer is a bit different and asks him to play the piano for him. Spitman does, and the officer notices his talent and helps him hide and keeps him alive until he leaves and gets trapped in a concentration camp for German officers. So let's go back a little bit. We know what happened to Spillman and his family, but how does this have anything to do with the history of World War II? Well, I mean, this whole event occurred during it, right? We know that World War II, there were these huge concentration camps that were created by Hitler that killed millions of Jews. Many people can probably only think of Anne Frank when it comes to the Holocaust and being a partial survivor, I guess. She almost made it. Spillman was went through a lot throughout his life. He lost his family and basically everything else during these five years, but so did many other people during World War II not just Jews, but also Blacks and Asians. Learning about this really kind of opened my eyes and kind of showed me how bad life really was for the Jews in 1940-1945. But Spillman survived the Holocaust. Spillman became a historical figure and a role model to many Jews. He taught everyone to never give up and never let anyone tell you what to do. But this was kind of proves how society can change and that no one is just born racist. People weren't against Jews until Hitler insisted on it. And concentration camps for Jews weren't a thing until Hitler came along either. Well, anyways, y'all, thanks for tuning in in today's podcast. I know it was a bit messy, but hey, we talked about what was needed to talk about. So see you later.